0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence at Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And this is going to be another swerve episode. Um, I've talked a bit about the Cubs game, the 3-2 to two loss to the Cardinals. I've talked about the minor league pipeline for Wednesday. But there's one thing that I feel I ought to revisit Because I didn't know how big of a thing it was. But on Twitter, it's apparently a big thing. And I want to thwart it as best as possible. You are unlikely to be the person I have to thwart in this mindset. But this is my avenue. People are upset that David Ross gave the fan bad information. Before the game, David Ross said, Chris Bryant may well be used off the bench tonight. He might be. It's possible. I'm not saying he will be. He could be. He might be. We'll have to see. How will the game develop? Game develops. Game goes long. Couple, three, four different shots where, you know, this would be a good time to bring in Chris Bryant. Didn't bring in Chris Bryant. The end of the game, David Ross says, Chris Bryant wasn't going to be played tonight anyway. He wasn't going to play. And the fans were upset. Why did David Ross Lie to me. Why was I not given every single bit of information before the game? So I, before the game, knew everything. Well, that's easy. Why tell them? If you know, so do they. One of the things I do as we veer it a little bit more toward the pipeline, I really don't injury chase a whole lot. If I'm listening to a game and somebody round second is heading to third and the announcer said he grabbed his hamstring, could be Alex Cohen could be Mick Gillespie, could be some announcer from another team, because I like Oppo Radio once in a while, grabbed at his hamstring. He's injured. He grabbed at his hamstring. Now, I wasn't watching the game. I wasn't attending the game. But the person who's watching the game and telling us what all happened told us, Sky's hurt, this guy is injured, so what I'm generally going to do could be my team, could be not my team. I did this on uh I had an oh stockton ports game on on Wednesday because there was uh an empty spot between the South Bend game and the other games that started at six South Bend ports game on. I like listening to Brian Welvis. He's an outfielder for Stockton, and if the Cubs make a trade with the A's, Brian Welvis would be a guy I would be interested in. So I'm trying to listen to some Brian Welvis games because he might be of interest to the team, and he's certainly of interest to me in large part because he might be of interest to the team. So I'm listening to a Brian Welvis game. Welvis had made an out to finish the inning before, got to the bottom half of the inning. Hitter for Whatever they were playing. I can't even remember who Stockton was playing, and I'm not going to look it up. I took a full swing, and either the bat or the ball hit. Tyler Soderstrom, the A's top prospect, either the bat or the ball, hit Tyler Soderstrom in the um, collarbone. Ouch. A little bit. A little bit of an ouch there. Doesn't matter if it's the ball or the bat. That's going to hurt getting hit in the collarbone. You don't really have anything all that protective up there. So, uh... Soderstrom. I commented, Tyler Soderstrom very well might be leaving the game. Got hit either with the ball or the bat in the collarbone. Now, why did I say that? Because I heard it. And if somebody out there is interested in Tyler Soderstrom, I figured that might be something they want to know about. So I sent it out there. It's out there, da, 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 etc. what Twitter's for. And that's the extent that I'm going to pay attention to that injury. Now, I'll, you know... Next three or four weeks if I hear, well, Tyler Soderstrom isn't back from his uh collarbone problem. Oh, I was listening that day. Or if he gets back from his collarbone problem and he has trouble hitting, then people might, like, oh my goodness, Tyler Soderstrom isn't hitting for power anymore. He's uh, that's because he got his collarbone hurt. Injuries I don't chase them. So many people asked, where is Braylon Marquez? Why isn't Cole Franklin pitching? Where is this person? Why isn't this person playing? When will this I don't know? I don't know, and frankly, I'm not even worried about it. My thing through the minor league season is. If there's a Cubs prospect if there's a Cubs pipeline game going on, I'm going to prioritize that game. What's going on in that game? As long as the game's competitive, as long as it's still teaching me stuff, I'm probably going to be listening. If there's no game on, then I'll probably pick another game. In March or February when it's college games, I'll be listening to college games and learn about college players. But if somebody's injured, he's injured. So when's 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 David Bodie going to? Well, now he's on uh, rehab, and it sounds like he's probably going to be ready in about four or five days, maybe less than that. So David Bodie will probably be back soon. Uh, Matt Duffy should be back tomorrow. Rowan Wick is doing well in his rehab so those are players that should roster spots become available they can get plugged in so let's say had another podcast on the uh what are the cubs going to do with the roster tomorrow what happens if well rowan wick had two really good outings for south bend does he need a couple more outings at um you know tennessee or iowa That might be a useful thing. He certainly has more time to get ready. His uh, rehab is 30 days long. What I was hearing, he sounded good to go. He he was almost falling asleep striking those uh, advanced A hitters out. Yeah, you know, it might help him to pitch in double A. It might help him to pitch in triple A. Whatever, 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 whatever. But the cubs are making trades anyway. You know, if the cubs end up sending Dan Winkler to some com- contender who has a cat piss bullpen, Rowan Wick can take that spot real quick. Bam. Now all of a sudden your bullpen's back to better. Trade Dan Winkler, plug in Rowan Wick, who's better. Not only that, trade Dan Winkler you get somebody back to put in, into the pipeline that sounds like a win-win. They could pull that off. Then Matt Duffy, okay? Going to uh Matt Duffy, okay. Uh, let's see um Jake Marisnik to the Phillies for an A-ball player. What a completely hypothetical. But no, if you have a player who's ready to come back You're going to know that because he's been out and doing rehab stuff. He's been out and doing things. He's been getting ready to play. Whether he's been hitting a whole lot or not isn't all that important because they're trying to get their body more ready to getting used to playing full games. Or if you're a reliever, he wants to get, get his 15 pitches in. Injuries, I don't even mess with them. Players will be back when they are. But as far as... Is this player ready to go in a game tonight? David Ross in talking with Jed Hoyer, talking with the player, talking with the trainers... There's a discussion going on. David, he's not playing tonight. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe there's something else going on. He's not playing tonight. So, David Ross goes in front of the cameras. What should he say? Should he say, he's not playing tonight. We are playing one man short. When you guys plan your strategy, this guy will not play We're not even going to bother putting him on the roster card tonight. That'd be stupid. For what possible reason? If the team is even remotely trying to win, would you want the other team to know if a player isn't able to go? That's pointless. People want to know that stuff because... They want to be able to fully, accurately assess things in real time. I get that. But the goal ought to be to provide the opposition as little information as possible. Let's say the Cubs in 2029 draft a starting pitcher out of Louisiana State University. 2029, second-round pick out of Louisiana State University. And he's off in short-season ball someplace, sometime, whatever. And he gets hurt. He gets hurt, and he goes for surgery. It's not Tommy John surgery, but it's something that's kind of significant. He's going to miss some time. He's going to miss a lot of time. Does the team owe everybody in the universe that information? No, does not. Outfielder messes up his knee, chasing down a fly ball. In a game in South Bend. Messes up his knee. Does the team owe that information to the entire universe? No. Not a bit. Not a single darn bit. There's no reason to say it. Maybe at some point on down the line, the player says, Oh, by the way, here's a picture of my Tommy John surgery scar. Okay, well, now the players said it. Everybody knows it, because trust me, there are spies. There are people who check Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And when, when there's that, when there's that telltale whatever, the teams know this guy had this surgery. This guy had this injury. And they know. There's no reason before a game to say. This player will not play. None. If David Ross goes before the cameras and says, to the best of my knowledge, Chris Bryant's going to be good to go tonight. I very well might use him as a pinch hitter tonight. He says that knowing fully well, Chris Bryant's not going to play. That is a manager doing his job. The manager's job is to make sure that the other team doesn't have a flipping idea what's going on. I don't know, he might play. Might start tomorrow. I don't know. You don't know. You're not supposed to know. You're a fan. You're supposed to watch the game. You're supposed to cheer. And maybe as things go along, you're supposed to learn some lessons. Like there's no benefit in the other team in your team's front office or executives or anything along those lines telling the other team, this guy can't play. Why? What is the upside in saying Chris Bryant is not going to play in this game? If it gets to the seventh, eighth inning and a guy should be coming in, but he isn't coming in. There might be a reason. There might be a reason and a very realistic response would be, hmm, if this guy were healthy, I might have used him here. Perhaps there might be some information that we don't know about. See how that works? If you don't know what's going on, admit that, hey, I might not know what's going on. I might not have full and complete information. There's no reason for a manager to tip the other team off and say, this guy can't go today. Now, the other team might know already. Pitched three days in a row. You're not going to pitch a fourth day in a row. Shouldn't have pitched the third day in a row. But you get to that situation where sometimes... You know what's going to happen, or more specifically, what's not going to happen. But a team isn't benefited in saying, you know, that guy that's 50 50 might play, might not play tonight. And you're going to be sitting there wondering um, is he going to get used? We're going to ban him from being in his uniform because we want everybody in the universe to know he's not going to play. Why, why, why do that? That's stupid. David Ross did his job properly by saying, I don't know, he might come off the bench tonight. He he exactly did his job. That is exactly what he should have done. And it's exactly what every manager ought to do if there's a player that's 50-50. Even if they know they're not going to play. I don't know, he might play. I haven't talked to the trainers yet. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. I haven't talked to the trainers yet. Dude. You know, he might go. He's not going to start, but he might be. He might be good to go in the seventh thing, You know, get a little bit extra stretching, and he might be good to go. As far as who should know what and when. It should be on a need-to-know basis. You're a fan. You don't need to know that. I'm a blogger. For instance, let's say one of the executives realized, okay, this one certain specific player has an injury. He's going to be out for six weeks, six weeks or possibly seven. And he's going to be out for six or seven weeks. I don't talk to the executives, but why wouldn't executives say, "Hey, you're a blogger type of person, you're a, uh, you're active on Twitter. Why don't you tell everybody that this guy's going to be out for 40 days?" That'd be stupid. Because if somebody tells me information, I might, it, I might say, "Oh, I heard someone who is." In the organization, say that, you know how the disclaimer goes, unnamed source kind of thing, deep throat. If you shouldn't know, then you're not going to know. And David Ross should not be telling the other team who's going to play and who isn't. One of the instances of that happening was back in... 2017, specifically games five of the division championship series and games one and two of the league championship series. The Cubs ran into a situation where they had a whole bunch of um, long games and they used a whole bunch of relievers and they were just short on days off all of a sudden and they... You didn't know which guys were actually going to be able to pitch the next day and which ones weren't. So fans were very upset. The Cubs should have, uh, Joe Madden should have used this guy in this situation. Game gets over, Joe Madden said, he wasn't going to pitch. Game could have gone 40 innings, he wasn't going to pitch. He wasn't going to play. Or in one situation with uh, Wade Davis, um, as I remember, Joe Madden said, He wasn't going to warm up unless he was going to come in. You know, it wasn't going to be a situation of uh, road game, warm him up, pitch him in the ninths in a non-save situation to keep the game tied to go into the tenth. He wasn't going to do that. Was that a good decision? Was that a bad decision? Uh, Can you be enraged by it? You know, all those kind of things. He wasn't going to come in unless it was a safe situation, and it never got to be a safe situation. So, because of that, he never came in. That was the decision by the decision makers. And a lot of people didn't like it. But, um... Injury news. Fans do not know. Fans should not know. Is this guy healthy to play tonight? Fans do not know. Fans should not know. And fans should not represent that they have all the information when in reality... They have about 0% of the information. If you don't know what you're talking about, say, I don't know what I'm talking about, but here's what I'd do. Tonight, when David Ross made a couple of curious moves, I, said, I wouldn't have done that. Didn't say it was a good move, didn't say it was a bad move. I just said, I wouldn't have done that. I didn't have the information. I didn't know what was going on. If you don't know what's going on, Admit, you don't know what's going on. If you don't have the information, admit, I don't have the information. And fans are deliberately kept out of the loop because if the Cubs would make totally certain that Joe Sixpack knows who is able to pitch in a league game in a certain night. No, no, no. Actually, tonight... We have our starting pitcher and we only have two relievers that we can use. That's it. Now these are the two pitchers that we can use and these are the amounts of pitches we... You're not going to say that. You're not going to say that. You're not going to tell the other team who can play and who can't. You're not going to tell the other team who's healthy and who isn't. That would be foolish. So when people say It was really kind of stupid that David Ross didn't tell me because, after all, I am a loyal fan. I am a loyal fan because I am in a Facebook group that says we are loyal fans. David Ross isn't going to tell the other team what's going on. There's no reason. In the NFL, there are injury reports. In Major League Baseball, You can lie through your teeth about that, and it's good strategy. There is no reason for David Ross to tell the other team if Chris Bryant is going to play that night. That would be absolutely stupid. So he's not going to do it. Information is for people who need to know the said information. And if you don't, you shouldn't hear it. You shouldn't hear anything official that you shouldn't be hearing. And if you're going to object to a team misleading or withholding information, You're barking up the wrong tree because information is power. And if you give the other team information that they shouldn't have, you're giving them an advantage that they don't deserve. David Ross should not have told anyone specifically what Chris Bryant's status was. No reason. No reason, no upside, no benefit. Now, and then now, 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 if the Cubs would have been offered a bonus second round pick for being honest, that would have been a good idea to be honest. But there's no benefit, there's no payoff. The Cubs don't get an extra fourth round draft pick in the 2022 draft if they say, oh, by the way, This guy that's 50-50, he ain't going to play today. There's no benefit. So you don't say it. And fans who think they know what the heck they're talking about, which would include me, you don't know what you're talking about. Information is power. Part of what I do is listen to baseball games. Part of what I do is write or talk about what I hear in those baseball games and part of what I do is try to judiciously spread information sometimes I'll hear things and I won't spread them I've heard something from someone and it has some possible validity to it but I'm going to sit on the information I'm not good with it yet I'm not good with it being a penalty. Or with, I'm not good with it being made public. David Ross should not have told anyone anything with any certainty about Chris Bryant tonight, nor should any Cubs manager ever in the future say, oh, by the way, you know, this guy, perhaps once in a while they might want to say, this guy's not going to play just so they can, so it sounds like. You're being honest. Especially if he's not going to play. Any other team knows it already anyway. As far as KB, there's no reason to say anything. Because uh, he was a threat to possibly play. And as long as the Cubs are trying to win games, and they still apparently are, there's no point in giving other teams information they don't need to have. Thanks for stopping by. Again, I'm sorry I went on a little bit too long tonight. Um... Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a great tomorrow.